Uh, so, uh, this is sort of like a test thing I'm just doing right now. Of course, I'm doing it with my good friend, Fiona McKinnon. Uh, you might know her as Ceranix on the Twitters, or, uh, if you ever played a game with her. Of course, she's run so many things in the Kind of Funny community, in the Kind of Funny Facebook group, uh, 6-1 Indie stuff, like, so much, so many, so many wonderful things for the community that I felt that... I'm happy that she actually reached out when I put the word out to do this sort of like test slash maybe the first episode. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's a bonus thing. We'll find out. Um, maybe. But at the same time, I want to, again, thank you so much for, for just sort of walking into this weird, weird little project that I'm doing. So thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I was telling you, I was just watching Blue Exorcist, which is an anime for people who don't know. So just thought, you know what? May as well just say, because you've posted, who's up? And like, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Why not? So, was I expecting this? Probably not. No. But here we are. That's <laughs> like, well, that's good. I figured if I just type in, you know, who's up, they're like at least ready for a conversation. So, you know, thank thank you for being the one of the few people I saw right away. So, a shout out to everybody else that said hello. And I'm not meaning to ignore you right now. I, I very much will probably talk to you later on this fine new show um of course the show i'm calling it point in conversation which is an offshoot of our other brand that we have which of course is point in progress uh which i'm excited for when that launches i'm recording this pre-launch well who knows we'll we'll, we'll find out i was about to say i'm like wait a second you're mentioning this i'm like wait a sec you're probably releasing this after this is way later yeah so i'm just i'm I'm doing so uh, the whole intention of the show is very much yes it's going to be conversational but I'm yeah. very much in the idea of, of seasonal stuff where I don't have to do this oh, yeah. 52 episodes a year. I could just do this as, hey, I'm going to do maybe six or 12, you know, like a season's yeah. worth. And then I'm going to pause and then I'll introduce the next and I'll record a bunch, say, for the next wave of people. So that that will hopefully yeah, obviously boy. be the format that we decide for this. But of course, the reason that we're here is because Fee, hey, how's it going? Fee, can you good. tell me? Tell me a little bit about your life growing up, because a, a lot of the stuff that we're involved with is in video games, and as much as I love video games, we could talk about video games. That's not something I'm dissuading from here. But I want to know about you personally. What can you tell me? What? What? what give me. Give me your sort of your pitch, your childhood pitch. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I was. I'm a Canadian. Shocker. Oh for yeah. Everybody. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Canadian. <laughs> um, I wasn't born in my province. Um, I know I constantly talk about Nova Scotia. I was actually born in Ottawa, Ontario, which is the capital of Canada. And then we moved to Nova Scotia. I lived with my grandparents, my mom and my sister. So I grew up with my two grandparents, um, mostly because my mom worked in politics at the time. Okay. And then so she spent the majority of the week away. And I would just stay with my grandparents and my sister, who is my sister um you've met her her name's emily um she and i are the same age for five days um because we're considered irish twins so we have her oh yeah absolutely bonkers so (laughs) she's born on july 14th i was born on july 19th so for five days of my year it is absolute chaos because (laughs) the second that it turns 12 a.m on the 14th here not even in her province but where i am she's like we're the same age. I'm like, what the, f-? like, even though we live, like she lives in Alberta, which for people who are 
in the United States or anywhere else who do not know the comparison, it's like the difference between Montana and New York. Like there's that much space between us and she still does stuff like this all the time, (laughs) all the time. So it's um, bonkers. Um, But yeah, I grew up doing that. Um, I was a artsy nerd. Um, People thought I assumed I played sports because i'm 6'2 i've been 60 since i was 12 yeah people say the same thing about me about like oh you're big so you like you do sports right and i'm like no yeah i'm I'm just six feet and round that doesn't mean i need to like everything that's a sports ball (laughs) yeah no people were like you can play basketball and then i was instantly put on the basketball team in school Mm -hmm. like this is a bad idea uh mostly not just because i'm bad at basketball but um people didn't take it too well that i just instantly got on the basketball team without trying out they're just like oh you're tall you'll be fine i'm like "Mm -mm." (laughs) that didn't last very long um but for the most part i'm pretty nerdy pretty quiet um i've been a huge like nerd since i was a kid um my i think like i started off with pokemon and um Kiki's delivery service when I was six and just a bunch of Disney studio Ghibli. And then I grew up with a bunch of anime, but obviously since I grew up in the early two thousands and then into late two thousands, I was a closeted anime nerd Mm -hmm. um, because I lived in a small town in Nova Scotia, Canada (laughs) talking about like, Hey, I really like anime and like Asian culture. And I also like cultures like, like a bunch of different cultures but for the most part i was watching like inuyasha naruto and bleach and then a bunch of stuff like that but um also a huge history buff um i love mythology as well i read a bunch of books about that um obviously a huge um, harry potter nerd but as we all know um fjk rolling um (laughs) you can curse on this show it's fine okay cool fuck jk rolling and yeah (laughs) So for the most part, um, I lived in a quiet town in an up, um, called the Nassau Royal Granville Ferry. Um, it is one of the oldest English slash French settlements in Canada and in North America. And yeah, that's pretty much how I was. Uh, I was a little kid running around playing imaginary like things with my friends and running around acting as though we were wizards. That's a huge, crazy person. Uh, so the beginning of the 11th anime, how, how did you get in, involved with that? And specifically, was it someone that showed you something? Was it just a cartoon that played? Like, how did you, like, for instance, Kiki delivery service. I mean, I'm assuming that's roughly what in the nineties you would have to catch it on cable. It's not something you can just stream because it wasn't around when oh. we were kids. So yeah. who, who, who was your influencer? What, how did you get influenced in that? Um, actually my, I think it was my mom was um the big city here is halifax and she worked in halifax and one of her co-workers gave her just a bunch of different movies like um there was hercules i think there was hercules and a bunch of other like disney films but one of them was geeky's delivery service and my mom put it in the vcr and that was not allowed to leave the vcr until it broke (laughs) um i just watched it consistently i was super obsessed with it and I just loved everything from, like, the animation to the story um, to just the art in general was absolutely fabulous. Like, um, Studio Ghibli and Hayao Miyazaki is probably, like, one of my biggest inspirations, um, even though he's kind of a jerk. And by a jerk, I mean, like, he's just very much 
this is how things should be and people quote him because he says that anime shouldn't exist like he thinks anime is terrible mostly because of some other anime content sure which like sometimes you know what guys some of the anime is really bonkers (laughs) but he uses it to do storytelling and i watched that and then I made some new friends um, when I went to school that also were kind of into it. Like, at that point, that was when, like, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. And all these other influences were coming like, coming to TV. Also, Sailor Moon, Card Capture Sakura. I didn't get to watch too, too much because it was on a channel that I personally didn't have at home, but I could watch it when I was over at a friend's house. But it was a lot of that. And then a friend of mine had a bunch of Studio Ghibli films like Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, um, Spirited Away, and just a bunch of these other films. And I'm like, absolutely obsessed. Like <laughs> fairy tales and stuff like that have always been a huge like part of my life because I lived in a small town where like, honestly, there was reenactments. My family, like a few of my family members are reenactors. They were at the time. So it was very much... Honestly, it's almost like a CW like town. Gonna sure. be honest, where they had probably so, filmed in. Yeah, they've done like some filming there. Also, it's just a lot of the, all the CW shows are also recorded in BC, not in Nova Scotia. But there's always been like some whimsy, and that's what I've always been kind of fond about. So it just kind of drew me in at that point, and then I learned about things like Inuyasha, like oh my trying to explain to my mom (laughs) when I was a kid I was allowed to watch certain things if I was able to explain the educational um, like relevance of it if it was like a cartoon that she didn't seem think that it was appropriate Mm -hmm. I explained that Inuyasha (laughs) oh boy oh man I explained that it showed different um like storytelling and like history like historical like things from japan and i was slowly able to watch it um but <laughs> i digress <laughs> it was weird um i was a super weird kid um but yeah it was one of just something i've always been interested in animation i was really into as well and it was something that always just kind of intrigued me because it was a different way to kind of tell these stories that you'd always be told like you have to read a book or there's like the western influences but then being able to see like there's places beyond that and then having the ability to see like different representation and different like people's views was really interesting to me Mm -hmm. um which i think also kind of like i'm not saying anime specifically did this but i've always been one and i've always been taught to kind of like keep an open mind so being able to do that and be interested in something without any sort of judgment was really nice. Um, unfortunately, later on in life, I met people who were very judgmental of that. Um, but when I was younger, I was like, my family was very much like, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody and it doesn't include a major amount of violence, like it's fine. <laughs> Years later, yeah. to you watching Attack on Titan on a podcast. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> I wasn't even allowed watching the Power Rangers to a point wow. that my mom found out when I was at a, um, oh my gosh, it, I was at a sleepover when I was five years old and my friend's mom rented the Power Rangers movie. Oh, my wow. mom called her, found out about it, told her she, I wasn't allowed watching it. And so 
her mom had to go drive out to the movie place, exchange it for Land Before Time, because that's not as violent, and then we watched that instead. Um, that was my last sleepover with that girl. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> wow, yeah. What was uh? What, so, what is your relationship with your mother? If you want me asking, I know that you said that she was a politician. Ooh. I know. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. again, I'm not going. I'm, I'm going deep. If you're asking these personal you questions, well. you just tell me to stop. I'll cut it out of the video. It's totally fine. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, what what is your relationship? So I know you say your mother obviously was a politician. She did a lot of her work during the week, and you spent time with your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what was sort of that with the dynamic between you and her, and then obviously. The fact that she still found time to uh, police <laughs> the things you watch. Um. So my mom, specific, like her, her job actually wasn't like she worked in politics. She wasn't a politician herself, but she sure. worked for um, political figures. She actually in the late eighties, um, early nineties, she actually worked for Ren Rooney who was the prime minister of Canada. And that's why I was born in Ottawa because she worked in Ottawa. (laughs) Um, So she originally worked there and then we moved to Nova Scotia and she worked for different people in the conservative party at the time. Um, I want to be very clear now. I'm not a conservative myself and nor is my family. Um, but at the time, it was different for that particular. That's a whole other story. Like, that's a whole and, other and let's talk about cons- maybe conservatives and then and now are very demonly different. So I also want to put that out there. So yeah, it's very different. Granted, um, I just want to make sure. So, but yeah, don't 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 have hesitance of obviously saying like, oh, my mom's conservative. It's, yeah, it's fine. Oh no no no. Um, yeah. yeah, it was very it was different at the time. Uh, <laughs> but my mom worked for them. And then when I was actually, I think, like, five or six, she ended up switching jobs to another role um, with another person who was trying to run for, um, my gosh, as an MLA, which is essentially representative of Nova Scotia. Um, And then she proceeded to start working at the Health Authority of Nova Scotia. Um, It was my relationship with my mother is interesting, mostly because... And she and I have talked about this since I've grown up. It was very much, she loved me. She appreciated me. Was I planned? 1000% no. And it's one of those things where I have a younger sister who we are almost the same age, but my sister was always into sports and always going out to different events. But I also grew up with my grandparents um, and my grandparents like, who. Um, we're essentially my parental figures and my mom was there I know her as my mother but she recognizes the fact that there was a lot of times where I was left with my grandparents to keep an eye on them Mm -hmm. and take care of them when she was away because my sister would have like a volleyball event in Cape Breton so they would drive up there for the weekend for four days and when I like back in 2005 my grandmother passed away so from 2005 to 2009 I was there with my grandfather because my grandfather wasn't doing well between those years. So there was times when I was going to be joining sports. For example, I almost joined the rugby team, but I didn't end up doing that one because I almost got a concussion, but two <laughs> it's because it would have conflicted with my sister's schedule as well. Sure, sure. And so I think that also put me in a kind of role where I would stay home, play video games and be able to consume this content because I could do that. And I wouldn't feel almost like, 
guilty about maybe going out with friends on the weekend because my like if I leave who's going to be there for my grandfather sure so it was very much like I watched this very strong figure when I was a child to him getting sick and then him passing away in 2009 that it was my relationship with my mother is very strained we would get into a lot of arguments because we are even though I'm very like as you know, I'm a very funny person, but sometimes I do get a little bit, like, feisty. Hmm. Um, but she, she and... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh poor Mario. Um, <laughs> um, we, like, we would just get... We can, like... We were essentially, like, water and oil. Like, sure. we would just constantly come at each other. Um, it's gotten better since I've um, gotten older. Um, and we have had conversations about it where she recognizes that there were times where I was left at home to take care of my grandparents and didn't have as many, like, I still had opportunities by all means. Like, I did a bunch of art stuff. I, that's a whole other thing. I grew up doing art for, like, years, and I still do it now. And so I spent a lot of focus on that than doing, like, sports stuff. Also, I got sick a lot as a kid. That's a whole other thing. Um, so, yeah. It's, it was kind of like back and forth. We got into a lot of arguments and I think we said a lot of things when I was younger, even though I was a, I never went out drinking. I never did drugs or anything like that, but we still fought a lot. So yeah, it's a, we're good now. We're good now. <laughs> no, that's good. And, and a lot of things that you said, uh, it's funny because there's a lot of things that we connect with and it's, it's either if uh, people obviously pushing sports on us, which is one thing that's something that has yep. happened in my past. Uh, the other thing, obviously, is we have a very similar thing with our mothers, um, especially with the grandparents, where, uh, yeah, 100%, I would say, I don't think I was also a, a planned person <laughs> to be on this planet. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the same time, my mom uh, did her best to obviously go to work very long hours mm -hmm. um, at a hospital. Uh, it was where she used to work. And during mm -hmm. that time, I would be mostly with my grandmother and my grandfather. My grandfather would be working. I'd be with my grandmother primarily. Yeah. And, yeah, just having that relationship for nearly 11 years um, before um, she inevitably passed uh, due to lung cancer. Um, but, yeah. Mm, they, I'm sorry to hear that. No, no, absolutely. It's Trust me, it's been a while. It was during Christmas. Do you want to make it a sadder? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyways. <laughs> um, no, I understand. My grandfather passed away. Yeah, my grandfather passed away um, December 20th, 2009. So I understand. Yes. Christmas is a rough time of year, my it's friend. A, it sucks. <laughs> and uh, it's it's funny because just the other – this Christmas specifically, just because I feel like I'm trapped in mm -hmm. that so much, when I thought about that time period, I realized that, like, it's been so long. She died in, like, 2000, uh, 2002, I want to say. So mm -hmm. well over almost, you know, 10 years plus. And so I'm starting, yeah. to, I'm starting to lose the edges of her face in my mind mm -hmm. and it's it sucks and i hate i hate thinking about that um in terms of obviously you know with your relationship with your, your mother and your grandparents i mean what is your relationship mm -hmm. with your sister i know that i get primarily the fun part which is when we all play <laughs> video games together or play among us and you guys are killing each other constantly i mean yeah so since you guys are so close in age what was so i know it also sounds like two very distinctively different people for the most part how 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 was that relationship to me? One hundred and fifty percent. Um, when 
I will have to show you a photo of us because we used to, like, honestly, like, the Irish twins was no joke. We used to look identical. Like, I used to have platinum blonde hair. She used to have platinum really? blonde hair. And, <laughs> but the only difference is I have brown eyes and she has blue eyes. And then my hair turned brown and her hair continued to stay blonde. Interesting. Um, and she was the sporty girl, like, the... She, honestly she was a popular girl she was always like doing events and stuff like that and i was the quiet artsy person who like was into like mythology and history and stuff like that and she was very much into like i'm sports and i'm pretty and i get boys um <laughs> so <laughs> oh she's if she listens to this she's gonna fucking kill me um but she like she was always very competitive and she still is to this day. Um, I am competitive as well, but I typically don't try to show that side of me until we get into Among Us and then I get competitive um, or in board games. No, 100%. <laughs> but, um, she and I would always fight. Um, and there was a particular point in high school where we couldn't stand each other. Like we lived in very close proximity. Like we were literally like, our rooms were connected like there was a wall between us but we were like always near each other um but she would oh god the trend <laughs> so i shocker i'm a girl like almost a tomboy girl in high school who plays video games and is a huge like anime history nerd um so i spend more majority of my time hanging out with guys because i was a dude like I was the guy, like the girl who hung out with guys, um, but didn't date anybody. Just want to put that out there. Did no, not date sure. anyone. No, that, um, <laughs> that legit happened in the early 2000s. If people don't want to believe it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that now because the amount of times that I had to deal with girls being like, "You always hang out with my boyfriend." I'm like, "Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like you should probably hang it's out like, with him more." Yeah, he's my um, DM. So what? yeah like whatever um he's my gm in my world of warcraft guild calm the fuck down um so we would like always hang out and then my sister and her friends would come and hang out with us every so often like i remember one time specifically i was so pissed we went to go see pirates of the caribbean and my guy friends were flirting with my sister and her friends and they're all close ages so it's fine mm -hmm. everyone was of age it was okay. And I got so mad that I moved to the other side of the theater and I'm like, don't bother me because mm -hmm. you guys, they were constantly talking throughout the movie. And so there was just times where she would like start dating my guy friends. And then I'm like, I need new guy friends because this is absurd. And then I have to hear these guys like talking about my sister and I'm like, Oh, kill oh, me. God. And then what was even worse was when one of my guy friends decided to dump my sister and then tell me first that he was going to dump my sister. And I'm like, dude, you can't do this. So it was a really rough time. Um, my sister, like, oh, God, Emily. Um, she was always competitive. And she was always very vocal about it. And so we would kind of clash. Um, but she was there when she was, like, when I needed her to be. And... Mm -hmm. There was one particular point where I won an art competition. Whoa. And my sister <laughs> was there. And I remember we were walking um, to our mom's car. And she's like, why are these other people coming in their other cars? I'm like, oh, well, like the event, like they invited everyone to this, um, like 
prize thing and there's going to be a lunch and everyone was invited even if you participated and she's like um they should go home and <laughs> learn how to draw and deal with it and i'm like what the fuck like don't say that too loud and so she <laughs> she and i are we're good now because we live in different provinces and we don't deal with each other sure. consistently, but we cannot stay in the same housing for more than like a day and a half or we will start killing each other. Do you like, we're very different. <laughs> do you text and call each other all the time? Yeah. Are you that kind of family? Okay. I, someone called me out the other day. I was like, you don't talk to your sister ever. And I'm like, you're right. I don't, we just don't have that relationship. But, we didn't for a while. Yeah. Like I think we would go like months without talking to, to each other, but recently with us being in the discord and her joining us for um, games that we've been playing a lot of games recently together, which is kind of weird mm -hmm. because she used to make fun of me playing video games. <laughs> like she would take my headset when I was playing WoW and told all the people in the guild that they had no lies needed to over themselves and get a girl because obviously they're not have getting any sex. And I'm like, Emily, for the love of Christ, give me my headphones. You're not allowed to say any of this. And so she would just constantly badger people and make fun of people for playing video games. But now jokes on her, she plays video games. Um, <laughs> so I'm just yeah, saying. Man, all right. Super <laughs> casual here playing among us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking but of on. that, uh, you kind of brought up an interesting point. So, obviously, growing up as a nerdy person, and me too, I mean, I remember growing up very early on, like, in love with cartoons, and that was, I guess, I guess it is anime. I mean, you, I, was, I was into, you know, Dragon Ball Z, and mm -hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh!, and Pokemon, and, and those were my mm -hmm. main things. I never got into yeah. Sailor Moons, I never got into anything else, but... That's fair. But, I, but comic books, and movies, and movies specifically, is still my, my most favorite, cherished thing. But when did it come to the point when you're like... You know, I was getting bullied for liking these things or being made fun of these things. And then it just became mm -hmm. pop culture. It just became like, when when did that period happen to you? Do you have a story where you're like, what do you mean everybody likes this? <laughs> like, Oh, God. Yeah. It's in, it's in vogue. TikTok. You know, it takes a really, yeah. it was a recent thing. Oh, man. Well, like for me, because like over the past year and a half, I've been getting in TikTok and seeing like these teenagers just sure. like being obsessed with um a bunch of like anime that i'm a, like when i was a kid you couldn't do that and you like that's true wearing like a t-shirt with like a like for example people wearing like dragon slayer kimonos and stuff like that and people are being like man that's cool and it's not just like the nerdy side of tiktok it's like the popular people on tiktok are also like talking about anime yeah. and when i was a kid it was like no one talks about that stuff. <laughs> and if you did, which I did, because shocker, I like talking about it when people talk to me about it. Um, it was looked down upon. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. really odd because like for me, it just didn't make any sense because it's just like everyone watches like cartoons. Like I know you guys watch cartoons. Like why don't like try something different? Like this is really cool and it has like a bunch of action in it you guys like action movies why don't you watch naruto or something like that or dragon ball z and it was just really odd to see that kind of shift recently sure, sure. where people are like yeah we're totally into this like what like this is <laughs> i'm like man i grew like obviously it, being a teenager and like person in their early 
like teens and late teens it's really difficult right now because obviously quarantine yeah and i think that's also kind of helped with it um because people are just trying to find new content and then they're like wait there's all this really cool content that i've never heard of or seen before and there's a lot of action and like visually it looks amazing and the storytelling is really great as well so i'm happy that this is changed and i'm really like obviously i'm not i'm not gonna like sit here and gatekeep anime like people do that all the time and it's disgusting um i think it's really good that people are getting into it i think this is a great time for everyone to get into it because there's always an anime for everyone like i tell that to everybody there's an anime for you like i know you say you don't like anime but there's at least one like you don't like action and you just like dramas there's literally drama like watch like (laughs) your (laughs) you lie in april and tell me that's not drama like there's just so much stuff and genres that western viewing has that is in anime but i honestly enjoy it a little bit better because maybe because i like the artistic like animations and like the visuals it's nice to see it in a different context but i'm jealous i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh it was super easy everything was no i got bullied um (laughs) (laughs) i was a six two tomboy that enjoyed a bunch of things that girls usually didn't like like at least talked about um i had a friend who did like one of my best friends in middle school the first day of orientation for middle school she was dressed up like jack um jack Sparrow. like i thought that was so cool (laughs) yeah and she was like talking like him and i'm like man this is so cool and a bunch of girls were like wow that's such a dorky thing to do and i'm like what is your name like you are my person and we're going to be like best friends (laughs) I was friends with her until I moved, um, and I still talk to her to every once in a while. But it's stuff like that that, like nowadays, people are like, "That's what like people literally do that stuff on TikTok all the time." There's a guy who has like over ten thousand followers on TikTok, and he dresses up like Willy Wonka, and it's not yeah. even the original. It's yeah, I've seen him so, a thousand times. Yeah, now it's like embraced. At the time, absolutely not. But I'm happy it's embraced now. So, yeah, I guess there's something for yeah. everybody for sure. Um, yeah. wh- one of the other things I did want to touch on was specifically mm-hmm. because you you mentioned it quite a bit and you're definitely passionate about it. And now that I've seen a little bit more of it, uh, especially with the eight bit version of what you can do, uh, tell me about your interest in art. I mean, the fact that I think you're fantastic. Thanks. Well, <laughs> um, I um, started getting really into art when I was a kid. Um, mostly because, shocker, I was in animation. So I drew a lot. Um, I also, for a lot... <laughs> technically, um, I always had issues reading. And I always had issues like consuming information that way. So having visuals was always something I was interested in. Um, and so I used to draw all the time. And then I used to take classes all throughout school and I also started as a camper at an arts camp to I became a camp counselor there and just being able to do things that interest me but also being able to express myself throughout was always entertaining um I will admit when I was younger I definitely drew like a lot of like anime inspired stuff 
um, until I dealt with a art teacher who was really rude. Um, and you hear this a lot um, where art, like you'll have an art teacher. Um, this was like an art mentor who told me like, you won't get anywhere in art if you do anime. Like if you draw anime characters, you're never getting anywhere and no one's ever going to accept you and you need to ex- like never draw that stuff again. So for a long time, I didn't. Shrug. Um, <laughs> so I stopped for a while, but like recently I've been getting into it a bit art i've been kind of getting into that more like anime type like look or like at least that kind of like genre Mm -hmm. um but for the most part i've always enjoyed it like it's been just a way for me like it's a stress reliever for one um it just lets me kind of like put on my headphones listen to music or podcast and just like cancel out everything else and just work on something um, though I will admit sometimes it's a little bit difficult for me to sit down and actually work on something because artist block, um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's been something I've always been like really passionate about and something I've been like trying to consistently work at. Um, but for the most part, it's something I really want to put a focus on in this year. Like I know last year I did, like I dabbled in it quite a lot last year and I did commissions last year as well um, until my tablet broke rest in peace Um, and so right now I'm in the process of buying one but also my computer but that's a whole other story you know this (laughs) hopefully by the time this podcast has been released I actually bought a computer I'm just gonna put that out into the universe (laughs) so yeah it's been a long journey of different genres between like drawing to sculpting Oh, God. Um, I did jewelry work for, like, a small period. Never going to do that again in my life. Um, but <laughs> Was it so taxing? Um, it's taxing. And one of the girls that was teaching me, it was, like, wired jewelry. So you take, okay. like, um, wire and with pliers, and then you bend it around, like, different stones and stuff like that, and you make, like, different designs. Sure. Sure. That's how I feel about it. It's gorgeous. I, like, cannot, like whoever does stuff like that all the power to you just not my thing um but i always enjoyed it i try different mediums i don't like to stay in with like oh if you're using markers you can only use markers i'm typically that person that's like okay so i'm using marker markers so i'm also using ink pencils maybe a sharpie because i love using sharpies for everything (laughs) and obviously digital art um so it's a way to just kind of do what I want um and it's just been a really good escape for certain things so it's just been really nice to be able to do that but yeah it's always been something I've been interested in so definitely animations helped with that and then probably constantly being thrown into like different art classes (laughs) and (laughs) camps and seminars stuff like that it's just been always something I've been interested in Oh, for sure, for sure. Okay, Fee, I've had you speak for 30 minutes straight. I feel bad. So uh, for this, I'm going to give you an opportunity. I'm going to give you three questions that you can ask me. You can ask me anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. What would be your first question? Hmm. While you think about it, I'll vamp a little bit. Um, Okay. uh, I actually uh, did an art class Many years ago, it was part of a club. It was mm-hmm. called, I believe, Club 37 here in Chicago. And I remember okay. 
I actually really, really enjoyed it. I remember having like the sketchbook and everything and doing drawings. Um, but I think what ended up making me and I, and part of me was like, oh, I want to do comic book stuff. So I'm trying to draw my own superhero characters. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember um, we had an opportunity to do a paper mache cl- uh, portion of the class, and I decided mm-hmm. to recreate and bring to life this character I made, which was a mime that was just purple and black stripes. And I made a almost full body sized version of him out of paper mache photos. As far as I know, don't exist anymore. And I made a felt hat. It was, that was the coolest part. What? Yeah. Um, but yeah, his name was Mr. Mime. He was a kind of a character I created so long ago. And, uh, yeah, I, so if I was like, I don't even know how tall he was at the time. Let's just say I was like five five. He was probably about four or five. Like he was getting he was getting up there. And oh my uh, God. I remember making this weird thing in comparison to like everybody else. It's like, why am I making this weird jester clown? I was really obsessed with like the Joker and shit as a kid, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> But yeah, the art, I, I dabbled in art, but as a, an actual artist, I cannot draw for the life of me. Graphic design is also roughly hard. I can do layouts, which you can see here, which is oh, just a white void if you're, if you're looking at this at the screen. Um, <laughs> but, um, but when it comes to that, I'm very, I'm always respect, res, uh, feel respect towards people that can do it and people that take the time and the patience, and the line work and all that for sure. So for me, the my my visual medium is I have to I have to do it with uh, with video and film. So yeah, shout out to all That's the artists out there. That's a type of art. Yeah, for sure. All right, I vamped. Did you have? Do you have a question for me? Anything? Anything? It'd be the Pantheon of Mario. Okay, let's start off. I like I kind of like to talk about like Mr. Mime. Okay. If you could make a comic book character right now like if you were like given a here's the budget here you need to create a movie with a comic book character that you've created give me a pitch that i created or could it be something that's already existed yeah. only i created okay i mean if it no, makes it fair. easier you can... no i have no because i always have an answer for that one but i'll hold that one off because i like to keep that one but uh the one that i the one i did when i was a kid there was a, another mm-hmm. character that i really liked and it was based okay. off of like a personal like experience that happened uh, in school in high school, where yeah. a actually so there, to go into the story and and I'll tell this story probably later. But basically, there my high school was in a neighborhood that was not welcoming to us because it was very much like we were invaders into their new place because it was a brand new school. And so all these kids from all over came over, and they were not yeah. very happy about that. And they retaliated in, in violence in a lot of ways. And okay. in one instance, obviously, uh, some students were actually thrown from um, buses, meaning that, like, they had, you know, um, so we have a CTA system here, which is like a public transportation, and they have emergency windows that obviously if you're ever in an accident, if the bus ever tilts over, you know, you can pull the latch and then just jump out of it. Yeah. Well, people would uh, grab the kids and unlatch the thing and throw them into traffic. Oh, um, oh no! It was it was it was bad. They were not necessarily into traffic because luckily a lot of the the emergencies were on the sidewalk side, so they yeah. were really they were really getting thrown onto the sidewalk, which was 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 better, <laughs> but obviously it's still, <laughs> still bad, but still bad. Thus to say, my inspiration obviously was like I was obviously getting fed up at the time and really 
at the end of the day, it really is just a misunderstanding between the school and the in the in the the, the neighborhood. But ultimately, I was like, oh, criminals! Criminals are doing this. Um, but there was a character I created, and it basically it was called the Heart, and it was all. And, and again, this is during a time when I was listening to a lot of emo and sad music. So of course, I named a character the Heart. But basically, he was very much a Daredevil esque person who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he didn't necessarily have a a power per se, but he was sort of like a brawler type, and he would always yeah. just like whenever he sees something terrible happen, like in a public transportation or obviously in the streets of some sort. Yeah, he had a hoodie that he would zip up, and in the zip, the hoodie obviously had this like heart design, and he would put that on, and then he would throw it over his face, and then of course yeah. he would you know do the business to the bad people. But I always remember like <laughs> always wanting to do that as sort of like this high school drama that this kid has to take it upon himself to uh help the people in his neighborhood even though it's not his or he's like a stranger in his neighborhood or something like that so i mean that was probably something growing up i would want to do um i've since had better ideas (laughs) but that was something i remember as a kid i was like oh i'd love to do this as a comic book and i remember drawing like four or five pages and never making it to like a full issue but like four or five pages of like Dude kicks man out of a window, like stuff like st- cool stuff like that. Yeah. As a dumb goofball uh, kid, because I it's funny because in high school after around this time actually, I did join the comic book club, and the comic book club was really just a hey these two white people came into our uh, school and they want us to collaborate and make this uh, sort of like PSA comic book, and the PSA comic book ended up being like the retelling of these incidents of all the stuff happening in the neighborhood and how we came together to fix it, which actually a uh, happy ending to that story that there was a happy ending where we, the neighborhood finally, we, there was some community outreach that happened and things were better. Um, yeah. but not because of this comic book, <laughs> but it was very much like, Oh, this is our first time being like, sort of like, um, creative about it. And I had like a writing credit on it. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I don't have to see if I still have a copy somewhere, but I remember my yep. friends doing the art and me doing sort of the story outlining of it. So that was fun. But yeah, that, that's that, awesome. That would be my comic book thing that I created when I was a kid. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> All right. No, yeah. like honestly, like I always like when it comes to comic books and stuff like that, I've always thought they're really cool. And yeah. just because the amount of like thought and like effort you need to put in them like that's actually something i've been like thinking about is doing like a webcomic but mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you have to come up with an idea which <laughs> that's a little difficult no, for sure. um but it's always been something that i've like always been intrigued with actually one of my art mentors um worked on adventure time comic oh very cool um yeah and he did some covers for them as well um and he worked on steven universe for a little bit but just being able to see stuff like that, and being able to like recognize like the process in making a comic is, yeah, honestly, that's super cool. Yeah, for I sure. Think that's really. I would probably have been like the kid that says like that sounds great, and but <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm just <laughs> oh younger me. Um... <laughs> yeah, no, I think that stuff is really cool. Let me think of a second question. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I have a yeah. Go ahead. I have a question for you. Yes. Now this is going to be an interesting question because I know we've talked about the like I know we've talked in like the Discord mostly like with you and Frank talking about 
the fact that obviously shocker um you guys <laughs> are like would the proper term be latino or would it be mexican which would be the optimum i, mean, I guess i mean latino is fine i guess that's sort of like the idea is like a it's like Hispanic, where it's sort of like a conglomeration okay. of oh all Oh my god, Hispanic, the- that's the word. Oh my god, it's literally 213. <laughs> what is the words? That's fine. And, and to be honest, I can never get it straight all the time. Um, but Hispanic essentially is like the conglomeration of like all of the races. Because, I mean, to be fair, in, in you know, Mexico and then going into South America, there's just so many. You know, there's Chile, there's Portugal, you know, there's, yeah. there's so many. So... For sure. I would say that I mean Frank would probably um I think Frank specifically is just Mexican. Okay. Um, which I believe just means that his family or relatives are from Mexico. Um for me, I am uh Mexican and Puerto Rican. Um with Oh cool. And I learned a little bit about it because I wanted to know more stuff during when I was on kind of funny because I didn't know if I was gonna get asked about it. Uh <laughs> having to prove my Hispanicness. But uh, yeah. learning that, yeah, some of the relatives uh, from the Mexican side were all sort of like near uh, the Rio Grande area in Texas. Okay. So it's sort of like the crossing over there. So that's where that's where we sort of get up the Mexican side. And then some of the Puerto Rican side, I, I obviously get from my father as well. Um, that very much was just, yeah, it's just something that came from, I believe, from his father. So I think the grandmother, Mexico, father, Puerto Rican. Met somewhere down the middle, and then they went up to Chicago. So that's pretty much where that stands from. Um, and generally, the question was just that what? We're Latinos? Is that the question? No, it's like kind of <laughs> like growing up in that kind of. Because, like, for mm-hmm. me, like, shocker, I'm whiter than white. Sure. Um, I, I can't, can you tell? Um, still white. Still pretty pale. <laughs> yes, no. If I turn this up just like one more, like, <laughs> just a little bit more polite, like, it would just be like you talking to like a white sheet. And I can say this because I am paler than pale, guys. Sure. Um, no, I, like, I personally grew up in a Scottish, I like, a. You know what? I should. I grew up in a United Protestant Scottish Irish household. Okay. So I, one, grew up in a religious household. Two, um, Scottish and Irish. Shocker. My last name is McKinnon, and my first name is Fiona. And if you talk to anyone <laughs> from those areas, you know my name is Hella. Like, got it. Like, someone said my name was very Irish. Someone who is Irish said it was an Irish name. Um, I've always been taught it's a Scottish name, mostly because my grandfather is. Like his entire family is Scottish, uh, but my grandmother was Irish, and that's why I got this com- combination. But how was it like kind of growing up in a Hispanic household? Because I know mm-hmm. I don't think either one of you speaks Spanish. So, no. like, how much of that sort of influence did you have when you were growing up? So, and to be honest, I mean, so this is this is where it gets interesting, is because uh, long story short, I theoretically did not grow up in a Spanish household, and this is why. Okay. The reason is because. My father and his entire family, the way that it was structured. Mm-hmm. So he has a like he has a relative of like I want I don't know the exact number, but I'm gonna say twelve siblings. Okay. A bunch of them okay. actually came from Puerto Rico, if I'm not mistaken. Um my dad went to Puerto Rico and then his father brought some of those kids that he also had in Puerto Rico and brought them to um to Chicago. And okay. they had all these kids. And then he just left. He booked it. He straight up booked it. We don't know if he's still alive or not. I've never met the man. So we know nothing of him. That, 
obviously was a huge burden. And then on my grandmother who decided to go crazy and she just left. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whole story. But basically they are end up in the foster care system. So with that, oh. that means that they broke up into many pieces, many pieces, yeah. like the infinity stones, you know, they're just all, they're out there in the universe. And so yeah. basically the reason why I'm not so much in a Spanish household is because while my father, he knows some Spanish and, but he can't, he can, he can basically keep up with most people, but at mm. the same time he has trouble himself. And that's because of okay. this, because of the situation. And so when he was with my mother, who my mother is Italian, so half my family is Italian, Lithuanian, the other half is Mexican, Puerto Rican. He oh, was, okay. yeah, he was also always working. And then just like my mother, so that's why I spent more time mm-hmm. with my grandmother. Um, that basically, and then at a, I believe I was like four or five and that's when my parents divorced. So that was also part of it. Why I don't have that, that lineage there. Um, so yeah. a lot of it is, a lot of it's like outside forces that were beyond my control. So growing up when you yeah. have this sort of a complex of like, oh, yeah, I'm Hispanic, but I just don't have the reverence for it. Where, where is it going? And it wasn't until like, and this is going to sound silly, but it wasn't until like I saw the movie Coco when, the mm-hmm. you the reveal of the fact that the name of the family is Rivera, and you and I saw yeah. it on the wall, and I started crying uncontrollably because I immediately connected with the movie without having a true connection to it, which is strange. But yes, ultimately, wanting to be connected in that way is something I've always wanted to. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's interesting, and I one day I will do this documentary on what happened to my family because it is it is fairly interesting. And I would love to see. And there's people that are no longer among us for certain gang-related reasons because they sprouted out into gang stuff. And then I have people that went to white families and their whole identity is not even similar to mine where it's sort of like they went to a whole white family and their name is, you know, instead of it being, uh, I I don't even remember what his original name was, but let's just say John Rivera, his now name is like John Williamson, you know, like something totally different. Um, But (laughs) uh, it it is fascinating to me. Um, and it's always something that I'm still looking to find out. And then for Frank, like I'm not, obviously I haven't asked him about his history, but yeah, I'm very curious of like where his, um, departure goes from that too. Cause I visit him. I've been with him in like Thanksgiving and like, yeah, it's very, very English focused. I haven't really, um, hear much, um, much Spanish from them. Other than his mom calls, calls him Bo. And I love it. I love it every time it happens. Cause he hates it. He hates it when it happens in front of me. So if you call him Bo, I just want to just let you know. That's what <laughs> I want to see how he responds to that. Sorry, I Frank. I know this. Oh man. Oh Frank. Uh, oh, you are. In for you should change friend. his name in the and Discord you... to Bo just to see what happens. It's like B O E. I think. Uh, I don't know. That'd be funny. But uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's wow. uh, that's my mini my mini history, my fast version. Well- of why I'm not that Hispanic. I am Hispanic, but I'm not that Hispanic. I love Hispanic food. Yeah. Burritos are the best. I mean, making a burrito, uh, uh, Mexican breakfast burrito is like every day the last last week just because I love salsa. But, you know. Other yeah. than the fact that I know that you <laughs> apparently don't know how to eat tamales correctly. Oh, yeah. That, um, see? 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 You gotta, you gotta blame my dad. You gotta blame my dad for teaching me. Wow. Okay. Mr. Riviera. Um, there is a... <laughs> Um, no, because I, like, I always thought, like, it's always cool to see, like, how different, fa- like, 
people like their households are sure. um because obviously for me i thought it was normal to live with my grandparents and my mom barely being around for the m- most part i thought that was normal sure um so <laughs> um yeah <laughs> and you're like oh um, no this is a different case people all have different ways of growing up we, you know so yeah i don't know yeah. i i i, I gets afraid about that sometimes. I'm always, um, we're like, obviously I have like, I used, I used to have a thing about my, um, my mother and my father's divorce where I was like, Oh, that sounds terrible. You know? And I went to counseling for that. And mm-hmm. even like within the last like 10 years, I was, especially my last relationship where I was just like, I want to make sure that this is the right one because I don't want to go through what they did. And I don't want to, you know, have a kid and have him go through the same things I did. So, you know, I'm, st- I'm kind of over it now. We're like, if yeah. I got divorced, I got divorced. You know, it was a mistake that we, we all make. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of like mm. past that point. But at the same time, you know, I still have those those reservations, those fears. Yeah, I understand. I like, obviously, throughout this podcast, I've talked about my mom, my grandparents. I never talk about my dad, um, mostly because, shocker, um, my <laughs> dad's not in my picture at all. Um, he technically were considered the second family, um, or the other family, um, because he was separated from his wife at the time and he has children that are older, like old enough to be my parents. Um, because my dad is, oh God, math. How does math work? Um, he is 74. Okay. Um, so yeah, my dad's relatively old. My mom's older too. Um, but yeah, the last time I talked to him was 2017. He was in the Dominican Republic and had been there for six months. Got it. Um, so your dad's got a tan. Yeah. Um, I guess he looks like Dr. Phil. Um, at some point I need <laughs> to get photos because he totally looks like Dr. Phil. Um, and yeah, um, I side fun story. Um, when I was 10 years old on my way to get surgery, um, I told him I never wanted to speak to him again, um, which was great. On the phone. While like, because... <laughs> um mostly because like we'd always like oh god and my mom mentions like she mentioned this a while ago to me um that he would talk to me asking about how the weather was and how school was and then i would like pass the phone over to my sister and then i would hear him ask her about the weather and how her school was as well and ask like the same questions like he was reading it off a piece of paper and i told him that if he didn't care about me i don't want to talk to him anymore um, so yeah, um, dads are like, sounds like you have a better relationship with your dad than I do, but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, family dynamics are really weird. And so I always like to kind of, I know it's obviously a mood insensitive point for a lot of people. So I just always like to kind of see behind the curtain and kind of get into this because I, you know what? I don't know this about you. This is going to be my last question. Do you have siblings, Mario? <laughs> I do, and honestly, it was a part of a question I was going to ask you. So, but uh, yeah, so for instance, uh, so my dad has, mm-hmm. I'm his first child, so it's Mario, it's a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have my sister, Melissa, who uh, lived with lived with me for many years, obviously, with my mother. She's you know, part of that set. He then uh, divorced my mother because of his infidelity, um, which, yeah. of course, produced a kid named Christina, who I, I adore. Um, but... She was kind of out of my life for mm-hmm. her, the entirety of hers, for the most part. 
And, uh, you know, we reconnected not that long ago, which was really great. Um, However, there are still days where I feel like I'm still not doing enough. And I know I'm not doing enough to continue that, especially with all Mm -hmm. that huge gap of time. Um, I know my sister just does a better job with reconnecting with uh, Christina. Um, And then I have a fourth one who I believe is now turning 17, 18. But I, I don't have a relationship with that specifically because I also... So at least with Christina, I knew she existed, but I knew that she was sort of taken away. And it wasn't, it, from what I learned, it was stuff to deal with my dad and her mother. Not necessarily that her mother was trying to keep her away. Um, yeah. And we have now a better relationship than we've ever had, I would say. Um, nice. So that's good. But the uh, the, the, the fourth one um, was someone that we were totally shocked by. Because during this period of time, my dad had remarried for about 10 years. And mm-hmm. then there was a kid that was produced in the middle of it. So he did it again, basically. And I'm oh. like, in terms of like the woman he was married with didn't have it. They didn't have a child, but there was a kid yeah. that all of a sudden appeared out of nowhere. And then they broke up obviously. And then, yeah. and then now I, there, I have this, this other sister that I sort of don't know at all. I've met her only like once or twice. I can't really, yeah, I can't really yeah. pinpoint it. I know that she sort of lives with my dad right now. But he lives um, a little further away from me, so it's not like I can go see him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I do wanna. I wanna maybe. It's just that I, at this point, it just I don't know. It's so bizarre. And part of my question was obviously I wanted to ask you since you said that, you know, you told your told your story about your dad and his other family. Do you connect to those two at all? Like, are there any connection whatsoever with the two the two siblings? Well, they there's actually three. Three. Um, there okay. were the twins. Um, there were fraternal twins. Sure. One was a girl, one was a guy. And then there was another sister, like sister that I have. Apparently one of them went to Juilliard. Congrats to you, whoever hey, it was. Hey, um, yeah. And that person? Um, <laughs> don't know them. I, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know any of them. Um, I know that my grandmother um, doesn't acknowledge my existence. So... Uh. Yeah, um, apparently she's still alive. So congrats on being like ninety something. That kind of gives me some hope. Yeah, survived um, Corona time. But because <laughs> my grandparents lived until their eighties, and my gr- apparently my other like my paternal grandmother yeah. is like ninety something. We put so enough of these vaccines in us, we can live to a hundred and something. I'm excited. What? Yeah, let's do it. Um, it's a it's definitely weird. Um, it was always something I thought about. Like I'd always like I'd always been interested in it. Um, but it just, it got to like a weird point where like, I always saw my grandfather as my father figure. So when I was 10, I kind of just made a decision for myself, mostly probably because of nerves. And I was just really tired and I got really upset because I asked him to like, I think I, when I was a kid, I asked him to come see me before I went to the hospital because I was really scared. And he's like, I can't. And I'm not like, he, he said, but I'll try and then it was like we were driving an hour to this hospital that I had to go to, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm apparently ten year old Fiona had hella confidence. Like, congrats to her. Like, good job, ten year old me. Um, it was just, it was such a weird thing. Um, he'd ask about me every so often, and then I reached out to him in 2017, um, just to see how he was. Um, but I never really had a connection with the other siblings. Sure. Um, but I'm probably an aunt. <laughs> I probably been an aunt since I was like four. I don't know, um, but it's always been really weird. And I know, like, 
when my grandfather passed away, it was like my dad died. Like that's what I like. That's my correlation is like my dad died in 2009. Like the guy who gave me like life um, is not in my picture though. Um, So it's, it's definitely weird, but I also understand huge families. My grandmother had 12 brothers and sisters. So I have like tons of cousins on my grandmother's side. Don't know anybody on my dad's side though. Like, I'll, you know, like, I probably, you know what, I'm, I'm probably going to message him and see. I'm just going to DM, like, message say, like, hope you have died due to COVID. Um, if you have, rest in peace. Um, How's the Dominican Republic? <laughs> How's the Dominican? Are you stuck there? Like, are you still, <laughs> like, are you in a foreign country? Like, yeah. you were kind of dumb. Like, you knew COVID was coming and you decided to stay there. That's on you. Um, but <laughs> it's a weird situation. Like, it's overall, like... When I was a kid, I didn't think it was weird. Like, every so often I think about it, I'm like, we're like the other family. Like, when you hear, like, the, oh, there's the other family, I'm like, that's literally me. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I'm Fiona. I was not planned. Um, I'm 6'2", because my dad's six foot four, And that's pretty much all I got from him. Or whatever other medical things I might have. You know yeah, what? I should you're... do like a twenty-three in me, and then like see if one of them has done it. Because sure. then they could be like, "Whoa, I have this other sibling," and I'm like, "Because my dad probably didn't tell you about me." Hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had that vibe. It's weird. No, it's weird, it's I, weird I, I understand that for sure. Because there was a period of time where I was afraid to uh, date any Hispanic girls because I was afraid that I was eventually going to bump into my sister again. <laughs> you know, it was so scary for a stupid amount of time. That's, that happens, like, there, in Nova Scotia, there's an island off of Nova Scotia called Cape Breton. Um, sorry, Cape Breton. It's Cape Breton, like, it's all combined for Nova Scotian. Um, but there's, that's where his original family was from. Um, he technically was adopted, per se, um, because he grew up with one family and then his dad died and his mom was getting sick so his neighbor took him in but a good his family's like related to a bunch of okay need to explain this my last name my mom's last name is mckinnon sure. his last name is mcdonald but his original family was mc K. mckinnon not connected whatsoever because he's from new brunswick like no my grandfather my mom like was from the New Brunswick area. My dad is from Cape Breton area. Gotcha. No connection. Um, but yeah, it was weird because I'm like, I'm never going to Cape Breton. And when I did, people are like, Oh, you have a McKinnon last name? Are you? I'm like, Nope. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not related to anybody here. And if I was, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not connecting with anybody. No, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I always hear weird things about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to take any uh, more of your time. It is late, uh, technically. It is 12 o'clock my time. It is what? 2 o'clock your time? It's 2.32. 2.32. Okay. I think we did. uh, I think we covered a lot of ground here. And then obviously if there's anything that we missed, we can always come back and do this again. Exactly. Yeah. So I want to thank you for being the first kind of official guest for Point in Conversation. So thank you so much, Fiona. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, where can people find you on the net? Okay. Well, you can find me 
at my regular tag as Manix Z for Canadians, but Z U R A N I I X um, on Twitch um, where I stream, um, but I haven't this week um, because crazy. Um, and then I also I'm on Twitter all the time. Um, and I guess by this point, there's mm -hmm. point in progress. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a group called Point of Progress. Um, we talk about video games, um, my goodness, video games, movies, television, anything that we're currently like, watching and consuming, but also relating everything to kind of like accessibility in um, the platforms, um, which is movies, TV, and in tel um, gaming. My goodness, I apologize in advance for my we, explanation. We haven't knocked this down yet. We're not fully worn yet, so Woo! I understand. But yeah, um, we have all the stuff. Um, it's going to be great. I'm really excited. I get to sit down and talk with my friends each and every week about news and just video games and everything that we're doing. And they have to listen to me talk about my current addiction, which is trying to catch up on all the anime shows that i haven't watched um so rest in peace also um i think by this point we're still probably doing this i am on a weekly attack on titan yes. podcast where we talk about attack on titan the final season um it's been absolutely nuts um by this point we've been like we just recorded um season four episode seven tonight but by the time this is probably released we'll probably be on like 14 or 15 sure, sure. who knows <laughs> um so yeah um definitely check it out it's a lot of fun um you get to hear me rambling about the show with um some great people in the community over at the cosmic conquest on youtube and everywhere else but yeah definitely check it out if you like attack on titan if you haven't watched attack on titan um don't recommend it because you probably won't understand anything we're talking about but you're welcome to join in and listen no, for sure. And you pop in on some of his other stuff that Ruben does over there at Penultimate Conquest. So, for sure, definitely check that out. And yes, please follow uh, Zeranix uh, at, on Twitch because she is fun and I'm there sometimes too and everybody else. So, it's a lot it's of true. good times. Um, we have debates about Selena and <laughs> her relevance. That was stupid. I don't know why we did that. Um, but of course, you and can find. Frank tells me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Continue. No, no, it's okay. No, it's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, you can find me at that Mario Vera on Twitter. Uh, you can find, obviously, me at, at Point and Progress on uh, the podcasts that we will hopefully be launching very, very, very soon or after this. And then, of course, uh, you can find me and most of my work at youtube.com slash dualshockers. Uh, again, this is Point in Conversation, and uh, maybe I'll have a conversation with you. Take care. <laughs>